Hey everyone, it's Irliana Samsara. I'm back with another edition of Star Sound Speaks. And what a week this is. Oh my goodness, this is the week of this big giant full moon. It's It's got a huge powerful punch. So I'm gonna explain everything, all the, the transits for the week, and we'll definitely talk about the new moon, I mean, sorry, full moon, and what we can expect. Um, and some also found some interesting news stories that I found that really speak to the, the zeitgeist, the spirit of the times, and especially this, this week and this month. So um, before I get into all that, just want to say, uh, my, if for those of you who are new to the channel, welcome. My name is Irliana, and I do Hellenistic astrology um, blended with modern. Um, and I, I love astrology. It's my passion. And I love having really cool conversations with uh, people. We've had some great guests on, uh, especially this year. And just recently, we had Erin Reese, who's an astrologer, yogi, mystic, amazing uh, author um, of a new book coming out next month. But if you've not seen those um, episodes with Erin, there's two. It's a two-part series, Erin Reese. Uh, definitely check them out. Really great, wonderful food for thought. We're in heavily into Sag season here, right? Um, and the other one, just the other day, I did Ari Moshe Wolf, um, talking about Pluto and Aquarius, um, amazing, beautiful insights from a really beautiful um, heart-centered soul, and amazing. And he's got a new course, a new year uh, opening up for evolutionary astrology. So you can go to his site and check that out, um, AriMosheWolf.com. Um, what I wanted to say is, oh, oh, I was supposed to have um, <laughs> ah, snowstorms. I was supposed to have um, um, Andrea Michelle come back, uh, and she's got this great talk lined up. Except that there was a snowstorm in her city, so <laughs> they lost power. So we had to cancel the appointment. Um, so anyway, but we, we're we're rescheduling that. So you know, we're all we'll stay in the flow, right? Um, Anyway, so let's talk about this week. Okay, so this is your astrology for Sunday, December 4th until Saturday the 10th. So this week, we've got, um, you know, so Sunday, we start the week. It's a, per a perfected square. We have Venus in Sagittarius squaring Neptune. Um, Jupiter's going to square it later in the week. So Venus and um, and Jupiter are both, um, uh, sorry, Venus is squaring Neptune and uh, that is going to be that's a that's a that's been very uh, we've been feeling that and it's really going to perfect early on Sunday, but we'll still feel it into Monday. Um, and what that might bring for us um, when you think about Venus beauty and art, you know, in the square with Neptune, it's like really calling us to um, to bring um, bring forth and connect with people in really beautiful, poetic, mystical ways. I think of Neptune with in Pisces is like beautiful ideal expressions of love and harmony and music and art and dance like inspired inspired work and with venus inspired connecting um with our, our relationships our intimate relationships our socializing you know it's like optimistic you know venus and sag you know there's this big bountiful optimistic confident um you know connections with others that we bring hope and joy and confident confidence and optimism this is the potential for it so um and i think with artistic expression it's it's really great to bring forth you know really um really be inspired uh, by um you know to uh, with the uh the square with neptune is like beautiful really yummy art <laughs> and uh, big and bold 
you know, bringing that in and allowing ourselves to just kind of wash ourselves in the sea of of a higher truth and a passion and a love for higher truth and wisdom and all of it, as well as the, the artistic expressions. So big, bold, grand beauty engages with mystical Jupiter. Um, you know, it's a it's a uh, an overcoming square. So um, there may be some dissolution of beliefs and things, but um, but allow yourself to to um, really explore and be um, you know adventurous. Right, the Sag is always I'm up for a good adventure. You know, if you ever know a Sag, man, they're always up for you know a good adventure. So anyway, so that's kind of what we might take from this square and moving forward. Let that unfold in our life. Um, today, uh, through the sixth, through like with a Tuesday, it pulls away like Monday. Mercury is going to Mercury's also there, and it's conjunct the galactic center of the universe. And um, it's it's really a, a really cool thing. Um, if you're not familiar with the galactic center, it's the center of our Milky Way, and it's about 20. Currently now in history, it's like 27 degrees Sagittarius, and so. Um, the galactic center is a very mystical place. It's, um, you know, it's interesting. Um, in astrology, um, great article, by the way. Let me let me pull this up for you. There's this really cool article I want to share with you on. Um, get rid of this. Hold on, just a second. Um, there's a really cool um, article on um, on astro.com. And it'll explain the astrology of what you find within astrological charts if you have points or planets near 27 degrees of, um, of Sagittarius. So this art article is um, called, it's from the Astrological Association of Great Britain, and it's on astro.com. And it's called Whistleblowers at the Galactic Center. And it's an awesome article and explains fully in depth what this means. Um, this Mandy Lockley wrote this and it was published several years ago. It was a great article. Um, the Galactic Center is a supermassive black hole or, or she said called it a giant cosmic broom, if you could imagine, uh, positioned in late Sag. And it's very, you could say it's a whistle, the whistleblower point because it's definitely associated. And I talked about this in the December astrology roundup. It's definitely associated with people who tell the truth, who are passionate for justice who are passionate for reform, who are passionate for rights and the law and doing the right thing. And so it, it explains all these people throughout history um, who have this. So um, anyway, it, it, great background material. And I also wanted to uh, share that, um, you know, it's interesting because one of the whistleblower points, one of the people with a lot of um, planets in, at that um, at that point is uh, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, Chelsea Manning, all of them. Of course, they were all karmically connected with the WikiLeaks. Right. Um, and this if you um, I don't know if you heard about this in the news, but. Um, this was just came out the other day. Um, the New York Times, the UK Guardian, and other major media outlets are now calling on the US government to end the prosecution of Julian Assange. This is a, a Fox News headline here. Um, he, um, If he's extradited to the US, which has been back and forth being fought for many, many years, as you probably all know, um, he could face like 175 years in prison. 
this was a really big year for him. Um, he got married in prison. Interesting when Venus was um, enclosed by Saturn and Mars, two malefics. That's when they got married. And so I talk about limitations and difficulties and struggle and hardship. You know, she had like a one minute wedding ceremony, um, she, her, his wife and in the prison. And then immediately everybody had to go home. They couldn't even party. They couldn't do anything. Everybody just had to leave. It was like the most harsh, harsh thing you could imagine. I'm like, oh my God, these people, Venus enclosed my malefics. Oy, that was that was a toughie. But um, you know, talk about love amongst the boundaries and and the hardships. But anyway, um, man, if you can do that, I, my my hat is off to you. Anyway, but this is the uh, article that they're talking about and how um the major news media are really now had this. And I find it very interesting because, of course, here is the Mars in um, Mars in in uh, Gemini retrograde. Gemini ruling the news media, for one thing, and it is backtracking. So where they had first thought, well, gee, you know, it's the thing about pub publicizing, um, you know, journalists publishing and feeling free to publish and speak the truth, and yet the sensitive documents that he leaked, you know, there was all. The, it's not an easy case. It's not black and white, right? Um, but yet, um, but now they are saying, well, yeah, you know, yes, um, they, anyone who had questioned him doing so and, and questioning the, you know, maybe thinking, well, maybe it really was a criminal act. Now they're kind of um, backtracking, right? Mars and Gemini, uh, retrograde and out of bounds, backtracking their positions and their beliefs and their story about that. So anyway, there's a perfect example of the astrology that's happening this week. Um, I also wanted to call your attention to the fact that, and this is again, uh, very, very clear um, <clears throat> with Mercury conjunct the galactic center. Well, of course the UFO thing, that's always gonna come up every time Mercury and the sun and Mercury conjuncting galactic center. It's like anytime, even oppositions and squares to it will, will produce those things. But the galactic center being the center of our galaxy and Mercury being like the, the, the messengers between two worlds. Well, okay, there you go. E.T. is going to phone home or at least maybe text. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he changes his mind, you know, Mercury, Mars and retrograde and Gemini. Uh, but um, we could see, again, more information around that coming forth. Um, fascinating subject. Um, also, I want to say, too, um, there is a, um, I'm going to say, prayer opportunity um, for people because this, the, the week's astrology with Venus and Sag and um, Venus and Mercury, you know, be, being right there and Sag, I would say, you know, we want to think and be in the sun, of course, there, um, being mindful of the truth and, and Jupiter representing the domicile ruler, you know, rule Sag, you know, the truth and uh, doing the right thing and finding the moral high ground is very, a very strong uh, emphasis. But as they, as the sun and Mercury and Venus all come into a square with Neptune, it's like, well, what is the moral high ground? What is the right thing to do? Sometimes what's the, 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 pat, the, the, the right thing to do can be confusing and with that square with Neptune. Um, the desire to know and to fix on something and yet in that square with its ruler, you know, with, with Neptune and Pisces, it, it's in that square. So it's really, um, you know, it's bringing up a lot of, of things in question, I would say, 
a, uh, a questioning of beliefs. For example, um, uh, what is it? Um, there was an article, very interesting article that came out in, um, in, I just saw this again on the news. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, it says that Christianity, according to Yahoo News, Christianity dwindles to a minority religion in England and Wales for the first time, the first time in history. And then this one of the experts said, well, not a great surprise. Well, you know, to look at this picture, it doesn't look like so much of a minority, but it is. It is now less than half the population for the first time in the history of the census. Um, according to government statistics, the number of Christians in England and Wales has dipped below half. So that's that's like amazing that only 46.2%. Um, 20 years ago, it was 72%. Now it's 42. So that's a 30% drop in 20 years. That's that's big, right? Um, and when you think about it, it, it certainly, um, and, and what I find interesting about this is, you know, here's, the, uh, when King Charles or whoever the monarch is, you know, whether it's, you know, when it was Queen Elizabeth and then uh, Prince Charles, when they, um, the British monarch is required to swear um, an oath, according to this article, it's required, he's like Prince Charles required to swear an oath upon access, accession to the throne to, quote, maintain and preserve the Protestant religion and the Presbyterian church government within Scotland. So you think about, wow, that's, that's pretty crazy because here is, they're swearing an oath to a religion that is rapidly dwindling. And so there, there's again, more echoes of Pluto and its final degree or degrees of Capricorn. You know, this, this crumbling of the old guard of that, <clears throat> the old Capricornian, you know, um, the old guard of tradition and the, the, the whole crumbling of that and, and something new emerging. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, pretty cool example of, of what is occurring. So uh, let's see. So um, anyway, moving on, uh, prayer request, <clears throat> Brittany Griner, okay, we've heard some, some pretty intense reports that she's in this like uh, a work, uh, what, it's like a la really hard labor prison camp for her. I mean, way, way out of bounds. You talk about out of bounds, oh my God way out of bounds uh, with this uh, sentence, nine-year sentence that she's serving in this really dismal place. And so um, just keep her in your prayers. Keep alive that flame of hope. Certainly in Sag season, we got all these planets and Sag fighting for hope, fight in and standing up and, and having that faith and hope and optimism. So just keep keep sending her prayers. I think too, um, around mid to late March, um, there, there there's an opportunity now and another when Mars um, hits that point in Gemini opposing the galactic center. That's going to be mid to late March. There'll be probably and then it'll be in an um, in a square with uh, the Sun and Neptune at that time in Pisces. So. I would say um, perhaps then there might be some forgiveness and uh, leniency, hoping, praying, divine grace there um, in, in all these situations. So, um, you know, fingers crossed for truth and um, what is doing what is the right thing. 
Um, and so anyway, what is coming up for us now this week, it, you know, we'll have some more resonance around that in mid to late March, which is just when Pluto flips into Aquarius. So a very interesting um, air sign. Uh, re talk about re reinvention and freedom and liberation. So yeah, there it is. Um, okay, so Tuesday, on Tuesday, we have uh, Mercury's going to be exactly squaring um, Jupiter at 29 degrees. It'll have passed the galactic center. It'll still be resonating around that, and then that, that, that square with Jupiter. And later in the day, um, so there's this desire to know and communicate and lofty, lofty ambitions and lofty, um, noble truths, um, God consciousness, noble truths, higher wisdom, right? Mercury, the desire to gulp up and drink up all this information around what, you know, higher truth. And it's making that square, uh, Jupiter and Pisces. And so, uh, again, you know, that what is my truth and, and what is the right, you know, what is the quote right way to think? And it's all coming, it's all being unraveled and disheveled and uh, investigated um, but it can provide a lot of exciting opportunities to trying to discover the, the the ideal situation. When I think of Jupiter in the final degrees of Pisces, you know, what is this the most ideal situation? Um, later in the day on Tuesday, Mercury is going to leave. Um, it's um, out of exile. It'll gain dignity. It leaves its its exile on Sag. It's not easy for to for Mercury to. Um, find its way there. It's not the most comfortable place, but it certainly provides some, what I'm hearing, breakthrough opportunities uh, for discovering truth. And then when it goes into Capricorn, well, Capricorn, that's that's Saturn's domicile, right? So that's going to be more like a salt, like we take all that fiery, you know, mutable fire sign, right, Sag, and then you go into Cardinal Earth with Capricorn. So that's going to bring more like it'll take all that exuberant desire and quest for truth and understanding to into a more somber serious tone uh, where there's maybe an inquiry that's you know that has an overriding uh, desire for stability all the saturnian things stability uh maturity wisdom things that are long lasting so it's like let's take these our desire for justice and things um, and divine truth, and then ground it, ground it into real long-lasting agreements, Mercury rules agreements and contracts and things. So we're going to be looking at that. Now, Mercury is going to go next week. It's going to enter shadow retrograde. So Mercury is going to be in Capricorn for a while because it's going to stop at 20-something um, degrees. And so it'll go back and forth in the sign of Capricorn for quite some time. Let me see exactly how long that's going to be. Hold on just a second. Yeah, um, Mercury is going to be in the sign of Capricorn from December 6th. So this, this Tuesday, December 6th, and it's going to be there till February 11th. So that's a lot of talk about serious, long-lasting um, the communications and the thoughts and our our networking and our connections with others it, it's going to take that more it has a feeling of let's be mature let's let's connect and create and and our thinking process we want our thinking process to be in a more of a somber mature 
um, way that builds effective accountable structures, structures of accountability around our communications will definitely be a really important uh, theme here. Um, from December 6th to February 11th, so that's over two months. So it's right before Valentine's Day, it enters Aquarius. Valentine's Day, that's very important. <laughs> anyway, um, December, yeah, December 6th, February 11th. So, uh, you know, that it's, it's it retrogrades back over the entire, uh, you know, realm of Capricorn and then forward again. And so, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's pretty big. It's, it's really got, um, there's a lot there uh, to ponder. It's uh, considering taking the high road, I would think. Uh, and what does it take to, what do we need? What are our attitudes and our um, thoughts and uh, thinking processes around things of lasting value? Uh, what, what kind of traditions do we want to set down that are, um, maybe we want to get rid of, of, of old things that, that are so, that, um, you know, don't serve us anymore or, um, ideas and, and thinking processes so this could give us some really give us pause and have us look at the big picture so that'll continue um from mercury going into sag looking at mercury's transit in sag and then now it that it goes, spends two months in capricorn it's like slow down mercury retrograde it moves in the direction of the sun so it has this it moves in 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 that with the sun being our spirit soul, it's like this divine aspect. And so our our thoughts and our um, our, our thinking mind uh, it doesn't involve in the in the, in the gross day-to-day -day slog of things. And it's like we're able to step back and go, well, what do we want to build here? You know, I think about Capricorn, cardinal, a cardinal sign in building what what kind of structures of responsibility and integrity and accountability do we want to build and and uh, that that will be a really good theme uh, for the mercury uh, retrograde it's going to be conjunct uh, venus which is very close to pluto so a lot of the conversations uh, that came up last year, year exactly a year ago when venus was retrograde next to pluto in capricorn um, that that can be repeated. Maybe people from your life might come back, um, but um, the examining um, family dynamics and very powerful uh, conversations for renewal and regeneration and purging old structures and ways of thinking that are very outdated and worn out and that need to be looked at in a very very serious manner, very, really um, looking long-term. So that's that's the Mercury dance. Okay, a uh, little bit more here. We have the full moon on Wednesday, December 7th. And, uh, the, and then um, the sun will, the next day, the sun will, uh, well, first of all, let me explain the full moon. Full moon, Mercury and Mars conjunct exactly at 16 degrees of Gemini. And the, the very next day, the sun will exactly oppose that Mars. And so this is definitely an opportunity to speak, speak your truth powerfully. Um, we have to be careful that we're not going to be, um, it, it could, it can obviously with a full moon, it's always very volatile with a full moon in Gemini. It's like our desire, you know, for, um, 
you know, when you think about the, the new moon culminating in the full moon of the opposite sign, so there's this polarity and this integration of like, yeah, there's higher truth, but then we have to think about with the full moon, the you know, these themes of the new moon um, coming to fruition, but are we, are we dropping out other points of view? Are we so, you know, the, the shadow part of Sag is that we can be very, feel an arrogance, a spiritual arrogance, uh, you know, like my religion is the only religion and damnation. If you don't believe me, you know, I'm going to kill you. You know, it's like, I'm so, yeah, really hard shadow. Right. Um, and, and air, but it can be an arrogance and an entitlement. I'm entitled to my wealth, you know, and, and things like that being right. I'm being right about my beliefs. And so, uh, we the full moon gives us an opportunity to kind of you know bring that into question and um and and it can be a very emotional time anyway but with mars conjunct there um we it's in the bounds of jupiter the full moon's in the bounds of jupiter so this is definitely speaks to uh the law and and rights and speaking up you, you see these people like the women in iran and the people in china you're seeing people speaking up and being uh, very vocal around their uh their rights and um bounds of jupiter um also uh you know, spiritual truth, judicial truth, spiritual truth, religious truth, you know, what, what do I believe is, is really, um, and that with the domicile ruler of, um, of the, of this full moon, Mercury, domicile ruler, Mercury, having just entered Capricorn, it, it, again, this is like the, the inquiry is going to be unfolding for us. And, um, and you'll, we'll find that it's asking us like, think about as you as you uh look at all these various uh, things and and um and speak up and all think about how this is going to be affecting you and what kind of new foundations do you want to lay down for the you know months and years to come so what is going to be long lasting it's not frivolous you know emotional outbursts and arguments and all it's like well how can we how can we anchor our voices and keep and keep that um, that spirit of openness and listening to others? And how can we um, keep that alive and keep it long lasting? You know, like like have it take root and and be a, a part of us that's always going to be there, not just some passing fad or passing. Oh, the new moon and it's over. And you know, this is with Mercury and Capricorn, it's like, let's get some stable wisdom ar going around this that will last, that will be um, long lasting. So anyway, um, and I would say too, you know, finding the high road, finding forgiveness um, with in the bounds of Jupiter in the final degrees of Pisces, you know, uh, what's the ideal situation? We, there's this element of forgiveness too um, and compassion, really high, high compassion with Jupiter and Pisces, uh, our creativity, our passion, allow that, you know, that could feel very conflicting. We could also feel very much confused about what to do. Um, so just to know that there is, um, there, it's just an intense full moon, okay? And, um, so, you know, our, our, what's the right thing to do? Our moral high ground, you know, it's coming into questions. There's, you know, battles over beliefs. So again, you know, instead of battling, it's like standing for somebody, um, standing for something, not 
knocking someone down um, with wars of words. Uh, okay, last thing to talk about is Friday, December 9th, uh, Venus is going to come into a square with Jupiter before she leaves Sagittarius. She's going to square Jupiter, right? So we have Mercury and Sun and, you know, Venus. Um, Venus, uh, the Sun won't do it till later, but Venus will finally square Jupiter. And then it will head into, um, into Capricorn. So Venus ingress into Capricorn. Um, so she's still tagging along with Mercury, you know, so this, this conversation is also applying to relationships as well as our thought processes, you know, stable Venus and Capricorn wants stability in relationships, stability, intimate relationships that are built on solid ground. Venus and Capricorn um, get serious around maturity, um, the wise, long-lasting connections, you know, what kind of foundations do we want to lay um, that that will uh, serve us and and bringing the baton forward to doing the, from doing the right thing to like making lasting change um, with, especially with equality, you know, with Venus in, in this, in fighting for rights and, and then having, say, like with, you know, Capricorn ruling politics, it's like, well, okay, take that passion, that mutable fire when Venus was in Sag, and now carry that torch forward into how do we stabilize these things, this quest for higher truth and for what's right, um, and to codify it within law, like politics and government policy, for example. Or just in our own lives, it's like the very structures of our life and how our lives are set up and, and what can we what can we do to um, to make that real? So anyway, I think that's all I have for you today. And um, if you found this information uh, useful, I'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, comments, any kind of comments, feedback. We're always so grateful. And um, anyway, yeah, just let me know how you're doing and uh, with this season, with the, with our Sag season. And um, I will see you next time. So thank you so very much for listening. Uh, have a great, great week, and I will see you next time. Here, Liana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Namaste.